0: Hi and welcome to my podcast. I'm Jessie Grove and today I'm going to be talking to international Grand Prix dressage rider Jess Dunn. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you mind introducing yourself to everybody?
1: Um, oh yeah, I, um, <laughs> I'm Jess I am a uh, dressage rider from the northwest of England. Um, I currently am self-employed but based uh, predominantly at Whitehill Stud where I ride and um, teach from. Um, and I've just done my first Grand Prix and that about sums up my career. Yay! <laughs> Yay. That's so exciting! <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> You're officially a Grand Prix dressage rider now and like. Nobody can take that away from you. No, I feel
1: like I can retire now. I've been thinking yes. that all
0: week. <laughs> no, don't. You've got a big competition coming up. You oh, can't. That's true. I'll retire
1: <laughs> for Christmas then instead.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um. So the reason I wanted to get you on the podcast um, is because obviously the power up Forging Equine Athletes uh, Month is all about motivation. Mm-hmm. And I just find you... well i love following your instagram anyway i'm a little bit addicted to it (laughs) um uh, but you post real life stuff so things like when you failed to wake up in the morning because you'd slept through your alarm to your burnt
1: sausages um... <laughs> oh as if you brought that up oh sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> trying to
1: live <lift> that down <laughs>
0: um to things like you know when you had issues with your flying changes on 30 I think it was yeah um like it's all there and I think we have we social media doesn't show enough real life and you know I think blimey you know jess is having issues with her horse or oh jess failed to get up with her alarm like i have that too so it makes me feel better that i'm not the only person because sometimes you just feel like a bit of a failure when you don't get up or you know so yeah so that's kind of why i wanted to have a chat with you about it because i think people will be able to relate yeah um and then, when I asked you if you wanted to come on and you said you had zero motivation and you hated being outside, <laughs> I just, I was just like you thought perfect <laughs> yes, I thought this is I need this girl on my podcast um, so at the moment, it feels like you seem to be quite on it with like food prep and you're exercising and stuff um talk to me how how do you get motivated or what motivates you to get to that level of preparedness i suppose
1: um i think it like really differs day by day i don't think i think the biggest problem that i have is that i go uh i go i i I read something or i speak to somebody and they give me loads of enthusiasm and Mm -hmm. loads of motivation to um to change or to like whether it be diet or physio or exercise or anything like that and and I think yeah I'm gonna do that and I go all out for like three days and then I'm totally exhausted I don't know how to keep it up and then I binge eat I don't do any exercise I then punish myself so then I feel really guilty I feel awful and then I ride badly and then I'm in a depressive mode because I've ridden badly and then it's just like a vicious circle so I think about 18 months ago I sort of changed my um I, I decided that I needed change. I needed to mm-hmm. sort myself out for the better, like work wise, like uh personal wise, just everything because yeah, okay, social media is um a little bit um um gives you a bit of a false sense of mm-hmm. um, how people are getting on. But I suppose it is yeah. very good for also making you want to achieve more as well. And I just thought yeah. that was a better way to do it. So um I have, in the 18 months, I've probably done about uh, four months where I've actually stuck to continuous um, good, like, work, but... Um, so it is it's definitely it changes day by day so like recently I've because I've realized that I go too all out too soon I have tried to just think I'm gonna take it by like half week by half week so if I Mm -hmm. can do four days of being good then that's good and when I get to the fourth day if I think I can carry on I'll go to a few more days and then I just try to do it where when and where I can So, like, my meal prep I find really hard because, you know, everyone says do it on a Sunday when it's your day off and when do equestrians ever really get a Sunday off? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And if you have got a Sunday off, you're usually exhausted, so you don't want Mm -hmm. to stand for hours in the kitchen. And as people have seen on social media, I am a terrible (laughs) cook. (laughs) 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 So it's, like, the last thing I want to do anyway. But, um, yeah. For the past month now I have I've kept it up and I've just done meal prep where I can and some nights I've eaten you know potato smiley faces out of a packet (laughs) and um, dipped them in mayonnaise and like just been totally gross Um, but then you know other weeks I'm then really good and I really stick to it and I think that's probably been the best thing for me that I've I've tried I've realized that I can't go all out and just doing little bit by little bit actually gives you the motivation to then go further (laughs) Um, definitely but it is just realizing that and also I think what works for you because what works for somebody else doesn't work for everybody does it so
0: yeah 100% I think do you know what what you've just said there, I think so many people can relate to because I'm a little bit the same as well. Like yeah. you think, oh, actually, this I need to sort this part of my life out, or oh, I need to do this. Yeah, and then you're like, it's that dreaded food shop where you almost you've got a brand new shopping list because you're like, oh my god, I'm I'm <laughs> starting this, starting out. And I'm I'm gonna do this. Yeah, and then three days in, you're like, I I, I don't like any of the food I've bought, yeah. and you then go back to like you said eating <laughs> potato smiley <smarty> faces. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. <clears throat> Yeah, I can totally relate to that. And I think it's um, I think it's hard because, you know, whether you have a nine to five job or you ride horses for a living, Mm -hmm. um, you've got to you do have to be on your game. Yeah. But also, I think because we're so focused
1: on doing the best we can for our horses, we always suffer yeah massively well the it's an age-old thing isn't it that you put all your money time and effort into making sure Mm. they have the best of everything and they have physio a hundred times a month and they have the best saddles (laughs) and and feeds and supplements and then actually you live on potato smiley faces and that like it just doesn't it just it shouldn't be like that you know Um, but I think it is very hard to find that balance and um Mm. And I don't think it can be consistent. Like you are going to have days where it's rubbish, or weeks even. But I think Mm -hmm. as long as you make the effort to realize that, and then you know, try and improve. You know, try and improve, or just you know, make yourself feel better. Then it does. I don't. I don't think it really matters. Then as long as you're aware of it.
0: (laughs) Definitely, I think when um, so when I was doing like full time um, like PT and dressage coaching, Mm -hmm. like I think you must feel the same. Like you are that is your job and you have to be almost always be seen to be doing the best or doing the right thing when actually some days when I if say if I was teaching on a Saturday I would go all day without food because you get into the zone like you're going for it and by the time you get to six seven o'clock you're absolutely exhausted because you haven't had any proper food
1: yeah yeah
0: um and then I was the same I was like right meal prep I've got to take some bit and actually I felt so much better
1: being out when you've got proper food yeah you do and then you can teach much better and you have a better focus and you can yeah absolutely, like you can put way more into your teaching then because I yeah I know there's days where um I I have one clinic in particular and they are amazing at giving me treats which is great yeah I (laughs) have a really weird stomach that doesn't like like sugar and random things like that so Although yeah. these treats are amazing and they sway me every time, it also makes me feel terrible. But then I don't then take food to counteract that, so I'm like sat in the yeah. corner on a weird sugar high, like shaking yeah. and feeling really spaced out, trying to give good lessons and then thinking, yeah. like, what are you playing at? Like, like yeah. this is ridiculous. And then the days yeah. and and I love being there. They're a great bunch of. Um, clients like I have that I love all my teaching clients like I I enjoy helping them so much and then when I when I have like really you know sorted myself out I just I have a great day and I come back buzzing I can barely get to sleep at night because you just feel so good that you've helped people so yeah Yeah. you it's about awareness I think
0: (laughs) definitely and I think one of the biggest things that I've learned is like don't be so hard on yourself because some people really punish themselves for like maybe saying messing up or mm. um missing a meal or having a cheat meal or something like that and I'm just like actually no do you know what just it's fine yeah. we've had a bad day let's try as like let's try again tomorrow and have a good breakfast and then see how we yeah, go yeah yeah
1: exactly and I um I'm not a breakfast person when I was in Germany and we started at like quarter to six in the morning I couldn't eat breakfast at five o'clock I just couldn't do it so I um, I got into the habit of eating Jaffa cakes all day so I'd eat two (laughs) packets of Jaffa cakes I'd have the biggest lunch you could possibly ever have and then I would just gorge at night on any food that filled me up because I was so tired and and exhausted uh, from the day but I probably would have been yeah. much better had I eaten proper food but um but yeah now, now I've it has taken me this long to get into a routine of having breakfast and funnily enough I feel amazing <laughs> once I've had it <laughs> and I can go for hours yeah. riding instead of only going for yeah. one horse and then having to eat more jaffa cakes and then another horse and yeah. more so um, yeah yeah but, yeah. but like pun it I, I would say I'm the worst at Punishing myself, I like I do it with exercise because I tend to. Everyone says that I'm disorganized, but I just think I try to fit too much into a day because I either have too many clients yeah. that I want to help and I yeah. and I let down, or I've I take on too many horses that I can't ride, or mm-hmm, or I mm-hmm. try to be like the perfect, you know, girlfriend and housewife and all of that, <laughs> and it's impossible to do. So I just take yeah. on too much in a week, and um, I so then I don't have time for fitness and that's like a big mm-hmm. thing for me is that I'll eat badly then I'll feel rubbish all week because I won't be able to do fitness and then I'll punish myself by eating even worse and then when I do go for a run I do something stupid and try to go on a like a 25 mile run and think I'm gonna sweat it all out in this next two hours and then yeah. And, and then you can't, and then it's awful, and then you feel terrible. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like self punishment, I think, is the worst, but I think it's massive these days. I think people really punish themselves hugely. And, yeah. But I, I, it has, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to preach, but I would say I would, on, I've only just started to realize this over the past six months <laughs> like yeah you know, it's a very new thing for me not to keep punishing myself but you know yeah. and I do feel better for it but it's very tricky it's hard for everybody I think
0: it is tricky and, I, and I've seen so many people come to me with you know a similar sort of story and yeah. like yeah you know if if I've eaten too much or um that I suppose the classic is I'll start on Monday and on Sunday they'll spend you know all day like right I'm going to eat all this food I'm going to get rid of it and then Monday I'm going to start and then they're in the gym or they're like they'd want a PT on a Monday it's like yeah you've got to work
1: me really hard I'm like no this is not how this works no no, (laughs) it's a very Um, weird mindset to have but it seems like everybody's the same
0: (laughs) yeah and I think that comes from social media
1: in in a weird way yeah 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 Yeah, and seeing Um, everyone's perfect pictures and the fact that they're working out you know every day Mm -hmm. and they have the time to do that whereas you know people that do have not like a, you know proper day jobs and um, yes. everything else it, it, it's tricky and like being an equestrian if you are riding all day or say you even have a a, a normal job and then you have a horse to do at night the last thing mm-hmm. that you want to do after doing your horse is then do more exercise because it's you it's probably yes. late <laughs> you just don't yes. have the capabilities to be able to fit it all in so um it is really hard not to model your life on somebody else who probably has a free day, pretty much seven days of the week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And also it's, it's that you don't know how far they've got to travel. You don't know how much support they've got, you know, and all that sort of thing. So um, yeah, I think, I think it's hard. And I think we all need to be easier on ourselves and um, you know, a little less, Little less
1: hard yeah, I would say so <laughs> um
0: so what what are your so pretend we're not in a COVID situation um what are your goals for 21
1: um I mean if I could have any kind of um season that was on the on par with last year's um 29 mm-hmm. season I would be incredibly happy because um okay. Cello like was unbelievably amazing and I got to go abroad twice and I think he won uh, something like six international classes which you know I could never have dreamed of doing that at the beginning of the year you know it was just it was amazing and um and all the horses were super so if I could have something like that at Mm -hmm. at Grand Prix not necessarily the wins just to go out and be be um content with uh you know our progress and our journey through it and you know it's my first ever season at Grand Prix and this is like next week when we go to the Grand Prix championships it'll be my third Grand Prix and wow which is like totally incredible and I would just like to go and be able to enjoy it so anything that we get next year you know um both like myself and the owner, Jen, is, I mean, she's just so proud that he is even at Aww. Grand Prix. So like, and so am <laughs> I, you know, so we, we just love it. Yeah. We love the journey. We love going to the big shows. We like, if we get to go abroad, you know, we're super giddy and we just love the whole thing. So I would like to be able to, my aim with him would be to go to a an, a, a foreign show, I think at Grand Prix, that would yeah. be amazing. And then, um with Ferdy, I would just I would love for him to go successful at Small Tour. I'd really think that yes. he'll come into his own now. And if he could go abroad too, that would also be amazing. But I would equally yeah. be as happy if he was just content at the level because he's been um you know, I, I can't get away from the fact that he's been very tricky and everybody knows he's been very tricky. Yeah. And yeah. um but he, you know, he I don't like the phrase, but he was made for this level. You know, he's a he's made for Grand Prix, yeah. so getting to small tour is just um, exactly where he needs to be. I think for his brain. So yeah,
0: yeah, he looks so talented and just so like he's so able and capable, but he also looks like a ticking time bomb sometimes in the, some of the videos. Oh, <laughs> i like, thinking. I've... He looks. Yeah, pop. I've never sat on a
1: horse that can change within such a short space of time, and he's the kindest, most lovable individual. Like he's he's a yeah. he's a he's he's just a dope on a rope for everything other than riding a test, <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns into some kind of like fireball. But you know yeah. he's insanely talented, and you know he's already. I think he was piaffing like as a two-year-old you know he just that's his yeah. thing so um I think now that <laughs> he's got something even more to keep his brain occupied like I think he's gonna yeah. be I think he's gonna be, have a really special year next year I'm very happy with him very excited Amazing. yeah and I've got some really oh. nice uh, young horses coming through so uh, I think it's just gonna be oh, a good year fun. yeah
0: yeah, well I hope so because you know obviously I, I like following your Instagram journey. So hopefully um you'll you'll have great success at Grand Prix with yeah, both of them. It should be good. Yeah. Um who are your most uh, your three most influential people
1: around you? Um this is going to sound really cheesy but i and and he'll love the fact that i'm going to mention him but um my other half is is fabulous mm-hmm. like <laughs> he um like i can be i can be really grumpy and i'm probably awful to live with but um he is really business minded and i really am not mm-hmm. and i'm really badly mm-hmm. number dyslexic and he is a whiz with them and he has yeah. really cracked me into shape in sorting out like the business side of things and trying to make me a bit more savvy and
0: yeah. um,
1: r- making me realize that although I am good at what I do it will probably never make us millions <laughs> so yeah. um, having to <laughs> diversify slightly is um is a good idea and it do- doesn't yeah. take anything away from what I do which in you know yeah. I've always found like maybe a bit offensive if people didn't think that I could make a business out of it but yeah like it's not it's not the be all and end all is it and at some point I probably no. won't be able to I'll be too um too creaky and old to ride so I'll have to have another <laughs> um, way of doing things so so like he he's been very good at um Sort of maybe refocusing and making me uh yeah. see things a bit differently so that's been good yeah um okay and um i have a it yeah can, I don't, it can yeah. be anybody it doesn't have to be no anybody. i don't i don't really know who um who else I suppose I just have really good friends as well I feel like this is being super cheesy but I do I just have I have great friends who are dead supportive they understand that I never text back that I never like I never come out (laughs) I don't like socializing um but they're you know super supportive they're always there when I need them they're just you know Mm -hmm. they're just good to give advice and um yeah so yeah i just i just think everybody that i've got around me at the moment ha- plays their part i don't think there's probably um any one particular individual i just think i've got i've got a really good team behind me whether it be like a horsey team or a personal team i just um yeah yeah, everyone plays their own little part I suppose in keeping me on the straight and narrow
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing though because I like I put a post up the other day about you have to find your own tribe you and those people have to be positive around you and otherwise where you want to go isn't going to work because um oh no that's amazing um okay so I've got three quick questions for you
1: What's your favourite meal? Oh, salmon all day long. It can just yeah, and really it can just be a plate of salmon. <laughs> I wouldn't care. I just love salmon. <laughs>
0: nice. Um, f- favourite current song, or have you got an all-time
1: favourite? Uh, well, you see, I'm really I'm having trouble with the current like uh, current music at the moment. So I'm okay. listening to a lot of '90s throwbacks. Yeah, nice, but I'm, a, nice. I'm like the world's okay. biggest Take That fan, so anything with that. Yeah, are you a real geek. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, And who is your horse of a lifetime?
1: Oh, that's really tricky. Um, It's <laughs> tricky because I suppose I like so many different aspects of so many horses, but um, yeah. does it have to be one I've ridden or could it just be any? any? Oh, then definitely Blue Horse Mateen, the Andrea Rose. Oh, yeah good choice good I'm a sucker for mares I would have mares over geldings or any any day and I just that that music that she did the cur is iconic isn't it yeah
0: it is and it's oh she was such a great man it's funny what you said I love mares and bear is probably the first gelding I've had Oh God, Callie was my first. Well, my first game, and so yeah. So Bear's just so different, and I just think, God, I'm I'm really having to change my my yeah, tune you do. here. You do. <laughs> They're so different. They're yeah. so different. Yeah. And you don't realize until you know you you have you have one or, or it changes, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and then last question where can people find you on social media if they want to follow
1: Um, you I think I'm Jess Dundressage on Facebook and um, JD underscore dressage I think on Instagram yes awesome okay
0: thank you so much for coming on to chat it's been amazing
1: you're welcome